Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's Riley from the Only on Mount Pleasant podcast. Welcome to episode four of our podcasting series. Before we head into our interview, our great interview, I'd like to thank our sponsor, The Starving Artist, 505 Mount Pleasant Road. If you're looking for a great cup of coffee or some brunch, head over to Starving Artist. All their information will be down below. And while we're saying that, make sure you head to our website. We have a great blog section. We even have a patio map for you if you're looking for dinner, lunch, or breakfast. So make sure you head that, head over to our website and check that out. Uh, but for our guest today, we have Andrew from Roehampton Orchids. A great conversation to like how to upkeep your orchids, positioning, and more. So let's head over there now. So first off, tell us about yourself and tell us about your business. Yeah, so myself and my partner, Felix, uh, we're very passionate about growing plants. And during the pandemic, um, our condo had over a thousand orchids. Um, it was really great because it gave us something to do, something beautiful to look at. And we're actually featured on BlogTO. At that point, our business really grew and got really big. Um, and we're just very passionate about sharing our hobby. And we found that there's a lot of mental health benefits from growing plants. Oh, I, I agree. Um, like my girlfriend, she loves plants and just the overall, like, it's a good feeling just to have them around and it's a good vibe. Uh, so how, what would you say would be the best way to take care of? to take care of a, an orchid? Yeah, so I can give you some general plant tips as well as an orchid. I usually call it the trifecta of pl uh, plant care. So light, having adequate light. So east to west mm. facing windows. If you're in a condo in a house, that's really great. Just make sure there's sufficient light. North facing windows are a little bit more challenging. However, there are low light orchids. So the second factor is humidity. So that can kind of fall in together with proper uh, watering habits, not forgetting to water the plant or overwatering. And the third is fertilizing and giving it the adequate nutrition it needs. So if you can make sure those three things are in place and you're on top of those, you can grow plants successfully. Obviously, there's better, uh, easier to take care of plants than others. So, for example, I have all these anthuriums. These guys are just facing to the east side, and I water them maybe once a week, and they're they're doing quite well, quite happy, nice velvety leaves. We actually have a whole entire wall I can show you guys, and very low maintenance. They look beautiful, and believe it or not, they're often found in the Amazon basin, and the leaves get huge, almost like the size of a person. So. Um, generally those are the tips and, um, yeah, if you have any questions, you can reach out to us. Uh, we actually provide a support group on Facebook called Canadian Orchid Growers. We're about 11,000 members and that started during the pandemic because we found a lot of vendors, they sell you the plant and you're kind of left on your own to research and find out how to take care of it, which could be kind of intimidating for newbies. So we have a bunch of moderators. We have a photo contest. So check us out, Canadian Orchid Growers on Facebook, as well as on Instagram, Roehampton Orchids. You can message us any questions and Facebook as well. First off, that everything that you said will be linked below. So it'll be an easy, uh, easy way to get it. And secondly, that is a great idea because uh, for me, I 
I'm a, I'm new. I'm new to this uh, side and my girlfriend knows a little bit more, but especially when you get something and it looks beautiful, you don't know what to do after. And then for me, not I, what I found really interesting was where your building or condo is. Is it North Basin, East, West? I didn't know that tip. And that is something, again, it's one of those things when you hear it, you're like, yeah, it makes sense. But if no one brought that up to you, you wouldn't really know. And so that is a really good uh, tidbit of information for everyone to keep in mind when they do uh, take care, uh, to do take care of the orchids. Uh, so as a business owner, uh, as someone who just opened up on Mount Pleasant, first off, congratulations, beautiful, beautiful store. Uh, what's in in your early days what is there any positive stories that you are proud of that you weren't really not necessarily looking for but it just happened and it was like this is the reason why I started business yeah I think overall I briefly touched on it we had a lot of people and members reach out about the health benefits, mental health benefits of plants. An interesting fact, actually, Psychology Today did an article on the health benefits of plants. And they said, to get the full benefits of plants, you need to have at least two plants in every direction that you look in your home. And a tad bit of kind of interesting information, it can be plastic. So green, seeing green, whether it's live or not, has great mental health benefits. I mean, I'm not really selling my business here, telling you guys to get plastic plants, but <laughs> honestly, like having something like this is really beautiful and it really adds to the space versus a plastic plant. They also filter the air and actually NASA did a top five best plants, house plants that can filter the air, including like the snake plants that you see and they're relatively cheap. Orchids and aeroids do the same thing. Um, and just touching back on your question regarding on like, are there any memorable moments? We had a lot of people reach out that they said that during the pandemic, it really helped them and having a support group and having people to talk to. Um, so I think that's the biggest thing. And obviously I'm really passionate about it. it it's kind of weird. It started as a hobby, got crazy. And then we're like, okay, I guess it's time to open a business and share this passion with other people and sell them these plants. That is, uh, and that is a great success story in itself. Having a hobby with no intention of starting a business or anything along those lines and having a Facebook group where it not only, um, uh, gives you the sort of like the satisfaction of like okay so what we're doing makes a, a an actual difference and especially with the pandemic and mental health i totally understand and uh, so for that it makes perfect sense uh do you and you briefly touched on it what i would say in your opinion what are your best two i'll say let's let's go with one like great uh house plant for your mental health if and this is like keep in mind someone fresh and this is like a, a, yeah, new, yeah. a newbie so the easiest and coolest plant honestly like for me the great thing about orchids they're the largest family of flowering plants in the world so if you get bored with one there's thirty thousand other species so you can get terrestrial you can get epiphytic you can have ones that go dormant and sleep in the winter and did you guys know that canada has over 48 species of indigenous orchids 
while Hawaii only has two. Anyway, so there's lots of orchids you can see in the backyard. Even if you go to, up to Algonquin Park, there's some cool plants. Um, coming back to your question, easiest plants are the Phalaenopsis types. These are the typical ones you see in the grocery store. Mm. They have these really large petals and sepals, beautiful color. And a lot of them are fragrant, long lasting blooms, some nice green, and they'll consistently flower in the spring and uh, fall. So you'll constantly have some blooms because a lot of people complain, oh, my orchid's green most of the time. The other second one I may point out is a jewel orchid. It's a terrestrial orchid. Now this is my really beautiful leaf foliage and it's grown in soil, very similar to like a house plant. And we specialize in jewels and phalaenopsis types. Interesting. Yeah, that's a it's because brings up another question and you mentioned is the difference between like seasons and uh, what, what is the biggest, I would say myth that people think uh, about orchids? Watering with ice cubes. <laughs> really? People think, uh, so there's a real big branding campaign uh, that watering with ice cubes is the best way to water. Now there's no real research saying that it's bad for them, but you would think a tropical plant uh, being watered with cold water could be detrimental and sometimes it can be. So use tap water, use uh, lukewarm tap water, uh, forget the ice cubes. I mean, ice cubes are easy, G grab into the fridge and you just leave one on and you don't over water. I think the second myth really is that orchids are hard and they're not. Um, you just need to know what to do. And like I said, we have that support group and it's really those three main things, water, light, fertilizer. And if you can figure it out, you're good. And we can recommend some really easy to take care of plants as well. Uh, I didn't know about the, the ice cube. That is an interesting <laughs> myth. That's very cool. Uh, so for someone who is getting into this and they got their first few orchids, how do you, does, like, do you have any ideas or tips on like where to put it in your condo as an example? Yeah, so you, you want the light. So we talked about east and west. East tends to be better uh, because it's less hot in the summer. West, you have sunset and it's typically hotter. Um, you want to make sure there's adequate airflow and air circulation. You don't want to stuff it into a nook. It needs airflow. Think about it. They're growing in trees outside. It's constant fresh air. So like a living room on a windowsill if it's not too cold in the winter. Um, and then you want to make sure it's away from your thermostat, your uh, hot and cold air drafts, because they, they like stability. They like hot days and cool nights. So typically, like the living room areas are the best. And honestly, condos are fantastic to grow plants in. There are lots of light, uh, lots of airflow, good day and night temperatures. So that's where I would probably recommend first. And avoid shoving it in something like a bathroom with no windows. Mm. Obviously, you want to make sure it has some light. Wow, that I and I'm not just saying to say it, I've learned so much within <laughs> this 10 minutes that I'm like absorbing. I'm gonna write down my in my notes. Uh where can people find you? I know you mentioned with the, the Facebook group, Instagram, but let's run it through again one more time. 
Yeah, so roehamptonorchids.ca is our website. Um, We're also on 688 Mount Pleasant Road on Instagram and Facebook, Roehampton Orchids. Awesome. Well, thank you very much, Andrew, for joining the Only on Mount Pleasant podcast. Go visit on Mount Pleasant. Thank you, Andrew, for coming on the Only on Mount Pleasant podcast. A great conversation, great tips and knowledge on your orchids. Um, thank you again to Starving Artists for sponsoring our fourth episode of Only on Mount Pleasant podcast. If you're looking for a great brunch, great coffee, 505 Mount Pleasant Road is where you're going to be. And make sure you check out our socials. We have a great list of content on our YouTube channel. So make sure you hit that subscribe button, drop us a like, and leave a comment. And you can do the same thing with Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter.